All right, today on the Operation Limitless Show, we have the extreme honor of talking with Leanne Hawking, Bruce Hymas, and Phil's not going to join us, correct? He's not going to zoom in, so Phil, we miss you. Uh, and uh, you're zooming in from South Carolina, is that correct? Awesome. That's right, South Fort Mill, South Carolina, near Charlotte. Excellent. And so Leanne and Bruce are part of the team behind Parent Playbook. Leanne is the chief education and content person, correct? Yes. And uh, Bruce is the chief operating officer, is that correct? Okay. That's right. Yep. Sure. All right, had that correct. So we're excited to talk with you about parent playbook. It's easy for me to say. And uh, find out exactly what you're doing, how you're helping parents, what you've got going. This is an exciting topic, I think. So Leanne and Bruce, thank you for being here. We appreciate having you. Thank you. Excited. And Mark, I'm going to let you take it away since you know uh, Leanne a little bit. So please, by all means. To, uh, to know Leanne is to be motivated by such a, an enthusiastic person. You could, Bruce, you couldn't have picked a better person to be the face of the education side of this. And I, I want to start this, this discussion out by saying that introducing people is very difficult for me because I don't believe that people are their education you know, we've got Dr. Hawking here. They're not their background. They are not their, uh, where they grew up. Uh, people are what they do. And so I, I, you are defined by what you leave as the legacy behind you, what you do every day, right? So I don't, I hate introducing my, and I always hate the idiom of, hey, what do you do for a living? No, man, what do I do for life? That's, mm -hmm. that's what you really want to know, right? When you're asking mm -hmm. me that. You don't care what my job is. You care what impact I'm making to the world. So I would rather us focus our discussion on what you're doing. And I want to just say this to all the audience that's listening. What if you lived in this world where you are in the hospital having your first baby and someone actually hands you a manual? What if, what if there's not a manual on how to change diapers and, and, and fix the formula or, or whether you're going to choose to breastfeed or, or, or use, uh, you know, chemical enhanced formulas to raise your child. But what if you needed to know my son has been bullied in school? How do I handle that? Or we're going from the phase of we're now having a, a, a second child and how do I help that child get used to sharing the love from two parents? What you guys have developed is an app that teaches you how to play the parent game. <laughs> so let's talk about what that means. And let's, let's ask the obvious question, Bruce, where the hell has this been? Cause I raised <laughs> my kids and I didn't have this. Why now? Why is the world ready for this right now? Because it is. It's been ready for a while. Mm -hmm. And with that, I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves by telling us what you're doing and how you hope to impact the world with this. Yeah, thanks. You know, I asked the same question about a year and a half ago. Well, I've been asking the same question since I have four kids now, right? 11, 8, 5, and, and one and a half. So I've been asking that same question for a long time, but I just didn't think about it the way I did about a year and a half ago. So my wife uh, signed us up for a parenting seminar. Somebody, a guru from, from Utah came out 
Um, and so paid a couple hundred dollars for that seminar and, and went to that. And the, the content was fabulous. You know, we we're excited to implement it. But one thing that I noticed is a full day seminar. We had lunch and everything. But one thing that I noticed is even after that full seminar, there was still a line of people trying to ask questions to that guru um, at the end of it. And I saw a lot of people even look at the line and then turn away and walk out. But what they were wanting to do is ask specific questions to their specific child, you know, so they got a lot of answers, but they didn't want, they didn't get the exact answer that they really wanted for their specific child, their specific age for that specific, you know, special needs. So from that, every child being a little bit different and having different needs is what you mean. There's that's right. Like a, uh, and that's, yeah. that's a pivotal thing that to, for Leanne to talk about here is because you, you can't just put a chapter in a book that says do this because every child's mm-hmm. going to have a different thing, right? So it's, that's the whole that's point right. of the app, right? That's the whole point of the app. So we, it's a smart Q&A platform. So you put in your, your child's information. And the main things that we saw were, were gender. And this is coming from a lot of Leanne's research too, is gen, um, age, first of all, and then gender and any special needs. Those are the main ones. And then the, the, the platform will take that into consideration and even a lot of different things that, that will happen over time, you know, like things that you like and um, different answers that you like. And then it will take all that con- into consideration and, and bring to the top the best answers that we can possibly deliver for that mom or dad. And the platform gets smarter and smarter over time. So that's the beauty behind that is it's crowdsourced from other parents, from other professionals. It continues to get better and better over time, the more we use it. Awesome. So obviously starting this thing 50 years ago, think of where the knowledge base would be today with this. Um, How soon do you feel like that uh, knowledge base will mature to to applicability to current parents? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what we're going to do, we're, we're gonna continue to build it but we'll test it in small cohorts. So you're like even just 10 people, 50 people, and then we'll grow up from there. But that will continue to grow. We'll, we'll fine tune it. And as soon as people are saying, Bruce, you, you got to get this out. You guys going to have to release this. We'll continue to ask questions. Do we have everything nailed down right? So it's a, it's a, it's a slow growth. And then all of a sudden, as soon as we open it up, it'll start to take off. It'll start to just grow rapidly. And the technology behind that has the ability to grow that fast, you know, like, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, that type of fast, as far as a number of users that will come onto the platform. That's fantastic. I want to direct some some attention to Leanne for a second. I'm going to start by saying Leanne walks the walk. <laughs> she uh, adopted Mila 13 years ago. Yeah, uh, it's almost 12, actually. Okay, so, yeah. so she's she is one of those that actually chose to be a parent. And I'm not saying that people don't choose to be parents, right? But sometimes it's like, well, you're pregnant. Uh, and, 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 and you know now we're, 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 we're not, not quite sure how that works. It's not like you didn't know how it was going to work, right? But but there are let's be real, there are parents that are thrust into the parenting role faster than what they probably expected, and then there's like yourself that choose that. And Leanne, you left your university position to do this, so let's let's talk about the enthusiasm that it takes behind that. Well, uh, so I love that question you said in terms of, I don't ask people what they do. I don't ask people what they do. I ask people what they're passionate about, right? That's my question. What are you passionate about? And so um, a couple of years ago, I started a 
I, I started, I, well, for a long time, I've been in self-improvement and I, you know, I've done life coaching. I've done, you know, therapy. I've done, I had a really chaotic childhood, very chaotic. And, and a lot of people said, how did you make it out? You know, like they hear my story and they go, how did you make it out? And I said, it was a teacher, right? So that got me into education. But over time, um, I was like, I was thinking to myself, I'm not, I, I get to make a difference in the lives of children and family. That's what, that's my passion. That's what drives me. But I wasn't doing a great job of the work-life balance as a professor. And so, but you have to think about when you grow, when you grow up in a family that's super chaotic and both of my parents were lumber mill workers, right? So blue collar workers, union workers, stable job. Once you get a stable job, you stay. Right. You don't ever leave. Now I had, I had that at the university. Every, sure. I had full tenure, full professor. And people look at me like, are you crazy? What, what, you can't quit this job. And, and I, the only reason I was able to quit that job is because I started working on myself and I started working on my thoughts. So I actually decided to quit before I found Parent Playbook, okay? So, so I put it out to the university. I said, hey, I'm leaving the university. I talked to my friend, Kathy Callahuser, and she said, she left a couple of months later, she said, you have to meet Phil Anderson. You have to meet Phil Anderson. I meet Phil Anderson, who's our CEO. He tells me the story and I go, whoa, this is gonna be big, right? And they didn't even have a content person. I was, they, didn't, they, they just had done hundreds of hours of interviews. Then I meet the amazing Bruce Hymas. And when I met Bruce, it was so wonderful. And he'll tell you, he'll tell you a little bit about reasoning from first principles. And, but he, he, he starts walking through this program and I go, where did you get that model, this thought model that's really important to both Bruce and I and we're going to put in the platform? He goes, it's Brooke Castillo. I said, I'm in her life coaching program. She has helped me quit my job, right? She's helped me work on my mind so that I can quit my job and put my... So I really believe that the universe conspired for us to meet. Um, and Bruce is going to share with you our why and our mission. And I really feel like my passion is making a difference in the lives of children and family because people did it for me. Yeah. I made it out of my chaotic and really not <laughs> pleasant childhood because people helped me out. Now, with this platform, millions, we're hoping billions, right? I got to do a small amount of that at the university and I'm really proud of the work that I did there. But man, just think what we can do because, I mean, everybody, we have this, most parents have the same, well, I would say all parents have the same values. We want to be really good at this. We just don't always know how to do it, right? So that's what our goal is. So I don't know if you want to say anything else about that, Bruce. I'm going to say one thing real quick, if you don't mind, just watching Leanne's facial expressions and her, her, her <laughs> uh, drive behind this, right? And anyone can hear the inflection in the voice. I've said this in podcasts before, but I've always said that hard work creates opportunity but enthusiasm not only creates its own opportunities but its own talents and so if you look at the enthusiasm behind this and just see the light in her eyes knowing she didn't even know what she was going to do but then connected to this and glommed onto it with the enthusiasm that she has now you get the burden of trying to explain how working from first principles and the behind the scenes, uh, now you get to explain why that created such an amazing amount of enthusiasm. And because honestly, the point of this podcast is to invite all of our listeners to get that same enthusiasm that you see here. 
So now yeah. the burden. It's all on you, brother. <laughs> all right. No pressure. Yeah. There, you know, I have a lot to talk about because we, we were kind of doing the same thing because um, we knew that Phil and I had, you know, just starting this out and Austin and other team members, we knew that the right people were going to come our way because this is, this is such a, an important um, problem to solve, right? So we, we knew that. So luckily, Leanne, you know, had already started that process. You know, I think, uh, yeah, the universe was conspiring to, to connect us to Leanne. So um, we spent a lot of time on our why. And you guys probably know that. Simon Sinek, start with why. Some of the good quotes um, that uh, I have come across is, is um, he who has a why to live for can bear almost any how, you know? And that's really important to us. So if you look at ways to solve problems, the way that we like to solve problems on our team is, is by reasoning from first principles. We talked about this a lot. And what that means is there's a difference between reasoning from first principles and reasoning by analogy. And we often just go right to reasoning by analogy. And it's, it's great. We can understand it a lot easier. But reasoning from first principles helps us solve really hard problems. So let me just reason by analogy to explain a little bit more of reasoning from first principles. Um, you look at uh, one of the best uh, guys probably in the world that uh, knows how to reason from first principles, and that's Elon Musk. You know, he's, he's created Tesla uh, and SpaceX, right? So if you look at his interviews, um, he, he does a lot of interviews. So if you look at his interviews on YouTube, he often is asked, how, did, how have you had so much success? And he says, I think it's, I think it's really important to reason from first principles. And what reasoning from first principles is, is, is this. So take Tesla. You know, you've, you've got this electric car that's amazing. I don't know if you heard, if you guys have ever ridden one, but it's an amazing car. And so he is thinking, okay, if, um, if I'm reasoning from first principles and I want to create a better environment, you know, kind of clean environment, then we've got to have electric cars. So how do I do that? Well, if you look at the if everybody, if you take what everybody else is saying about electric cars, it's too expensive. It's like $600 per kilowatt to manufacture this battery, right? And so he says, well, let's go reason from first principles and look at what is a battery made out of. So it's copper, nickel, cobalt, and wrapped in a polymer shell, right? And so he says, well, let's go to the market and see what those prices are. And on the market, it's really, it, would, it should cost around $80 per kilowatt, not 600, but $80 per kilowatt to manufacture a battery. So now I just need to figure out how to manufacture a battery. So that's what he did. He just, he manufactured a battery. And if you look at the bottom of the Tesla batteries there, there's about 4,000 batteries to make up the whole battery underneath the car, right? So the same thing with SpaceX too. He wanted, his goal was to like go to Mars. Yeah, that's a pretty lofty goal, right? So, but how would you do that? Well, rockets are pretty expensive. You know, I'm just kind of throwing out some numbers here, but maybe $60 million to fire off a rocket. Well, how do we make those cheaper? Okay, well, we could reduce the cost of it, you know, by materials. And that's kind of reasoning by analogy a little bit, but if you reason from first principles, it would make it way cheaper for space travel if we could land the rocket. So I don't know if you've ever seen those rockets land, but he actually figured out a way to land the rocket. And now they're 
I think they're down to like a million dollars per flight, not 60, but a million. And so he's reasoned from first principles to solve some really hard problems. Now, the way that we've reasoned from first principles is the model that, that Leanne talks about is just that. It's, we know that it's really important uh, to change the way that people think about stuff. But let's, let's talk about why that's important. So if you, let's, let's just take results. If any of us want to change our results in anything that we do, what leads to results? What, what causes results? That whatever causes results is your actions. So your actions cause your results, right? So let's keep going from there. What causes our actions? It's really our feelings and emotions that cause our actions. And a lot of people don't know that step in between. Usually, if I were to walk you through this, usually I wouldn't just tell you the answer to this. I would actually help you discover it because I'm a coach uh, by trade, but I'll help you discover it. So, okay, so let's go back to the model. We have results. What leads to results? It's our actions. What leads to actions? It's our feelings and emotions. And what leads to our feelings and emotions is our thoughts. And what leads to our thoughts is the circumstances that we're in. So then if you're reasoning from first principle, you're like, okay, well, if I want to change my results, then I need to change my actions. If I want to change my actions, I need to change the way I feel about it. If I want to change the way I feel about it, then I need to change the way I think about it. Right? And if you go up to the circumstances line, you can't always change your circumstances. You can't change the, your parents. You can't change who you're born to, right? You can't change your siblings, but you can change the way you think about them and your circumstances. As soon as you do that, it changes your results in life. And that's exactly the model that we're trying to put into the platform. If we can change the way that people think about parenting in certain circumstances that are happening in their lives, they can produce unbelievable results in a way that just blesses their lives and their children's lives. So, you know, with, for our vision, you know, our vision is to really improve the world by increasing love and strengthening relationships between parents and children. And our purpose is to empower parents with the knowledge and the tools to elevate their thoughts, feelings, and actions so that they create a positive future for the next generation. That's why we're doing this. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 One of the things that, and so you can see when I found Bruce and this team, I went, whoa, I got to be a part of this. Right. And, um, and I, especially, so I'm a, I'm a psychologist. I'm a, a board certified behavior analyst. And so I've been helping parents and children and families for over 25 years, but you can give them any strategy you want, but if they can't manage their thoughts, you're not going to change anything. So, so I had to manage my thoughts to do my exit strategy from the university. And I, what Bruce and I are super excited about, in fact, we, not that we don't have enough schooling because we do, he and I have enrolled in life coach <laughs> certification because we are, as part of this platform, we're going to build a parent coaching program. We're going to have parents coach other parents because sometimes people won't go to a psychologist or, you know, a therapist because of the stigma around that. But our thing is, we can get parents to be coached to change their thoughts, which will change their feelings. So that's, I mean, that's a ways down the line, but we are so excited about that because I, we, I can't just give people the strategies in a cookbook. That won't change the outcomes. I've got to help parents think better 
And that's what's going to change the outcome. So that's the part that Bruce and I are super yeah. excited about. And I would say it's, it's, it's super powerful when you can give the taxes that the, the evidence-based research proven methods to, to improve situations with, with, that you have with your children. And then you add that in with the thoughts. So you have the right tactics and the right thoughts coming in. Now that's really powerful in helping you build a relationship with your child. For sure. I think it's unfortunate that first principle thinking versus analogous thinking and some of these other concepts aren't actually taught at the high school level. Right. There's a I huge agree. gap in the way that people think and the way that they respond. I don't I know I'm preaching to the choir, but, <laughs> um, you know, focusing on their internal locus of control versus external and some of these other th concepts. If people would just learn that from the get go and how to analyze their thoughts and look at both sides of the argument for, or whatever that they're doing. It's so powerful. It's unbelievable. And yet we don't bother to teach that. We don't bother to teach that at school at all. And one of my, I have to tell you, and one Unless of my change. No, <laughs> one of my one of my goals, and Bruce knows this. Um, so one of the things I love about being part of this company is they had us write our goals, because they want us to help reach not just our professional goals but our personal goals. Which I, I've never had the university come to me and say, "What is your goal?" No, the, um, I love working at the university. It was awesome. But I just, I, it's nice to work for a company that cares. You know, what are your personal goals? What are your, so. Um, my personal goal as a mother is that my daughter will not leave my house without knowing this model. Yeah. And, and what we want to do, um, currently, um, there are systems in place like for um, Planned Parenthood, and they have teens teaching other teens about healthy relationships. And so mm -hmm. I'm like, brilliant. We're going to have teen coaches. So teens coaching other teens or going in, maybe it's going into schools or something. This, Like I said, down the line. But we've got to get this. We already we, do that. It works very well. Yeah, we've got to do that with this thought model. Yep. Like you said, right? Yep. It has. This is a skill that they should not have to wait till as old as I. No, they shouldn't <laughs> have to do right? course, right? right? It should be basic human teachings. Right. right. And some of the people, some of my friends who I've shared this with, they read about it. They'll read the the book that I, you know, that from Brooke Castile, our our life coach, and and uh, they're like, what? Why is this? I mean, they're flabbergasted and disgusted that this is not taught in schools. And I, I, I know it's a problem. And but we're going to change that. Right, Bruce? We're, we're going to absolutely yes. change that. So and, and just to speak to that, I, um, I created a group of our teens helping teens um, some time ago. Uh, Bill, you were, was part of that with TMIC where we started developing that. And we've been doing it for quite a while. And kids respond to teens very, very positively, uh, and teens respond to teens very, very positively, especially when they can relate to them with principles that make sense. Because as parents speaking to a kid a lot of time, they don't hear all that, right? They only hear, <laughs> as my child says, don't psychologize me, mom. <laughs> <laughs> you got to teach people how to use psychology, but not in a way that it's obvious. Right. Right. And that's, that can be the tricky part sometimes, because you know, I remember being in psychology in, in college, and the first thing the psychology professor said was, don't go home and try and use this on your roommate, or on your <laughs> right. because a little bit of knowledge is dangerous. But yeah, there, there is, uh, there's some, there's some definite brilliance to what you're trying to do, because it should be taught at the base level. There mm -hmm. is so much that could be done to improve people's ability to succeed. And filter through filtering of information applying first principles you know these uh, numerous other 
things that um, this is cool. I think it's really exciting. So anyway, sorry, Bill. I feel like I maybe cut you off. No, not at all. You never cut me off. That's why, that's why we <laughs> love each other so much, right? Um, you know, it's it's interesting what you guys are doing. I think it's amazing and hats off to you. Um, you know, when I think of playbook, I think about a football playbook, right? You've got like your foundational plays for everything that's going to happen. Um, and, and I've always been taught as, 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 as an athlete and, and, and a mentor and a coach. Um, and I was taught at a young age by my coaches that, you know, you, you plan your race and you race your plan. And then later on, I added in, but you also prepare yourself for the unknowns. And I've probably out of our group, I don't know, we could sit and compare. I probably grew up with the most craziest life that, that most of us have with a drug addicted mom on and off the streets, 17 foster homes drugs, everything you can think about under the sun. So I was like one of those kids that was just like the worst kid on, in the neighborhood or on the face of the planet that was just very, very difficult to deal with. So if, if I don't know where you guys are at in, in your playbook, and again, you know, same thing in the NFL, they also have plays prepared for those situations that might be unknown, but they have something ready and prepared for that. So does parent playbook address maybe the demographics of people and not to get religious, but also some of the religious beliefs from people when they talk about how do they raise their kids and how do they raise them properly? Mm -hmm. Do you want to take that one or you want me to take it? Yeah, I will real quick. So yes, this, the, the platform. So we've done over 250 hours worth of interviews with moms, dads, professionals. You know, we just interviewed as much as we could until we started getting the same, same answers. Right. And even, even then we still kept going. And we'll continue to go, keep doing interviews. But what we found is, yes, we want the platform to um, be able to give them answers. To, you know, like, so just for instance, a you know, Jewish family in New York with the same situation will probably want di a different solution than a more liberal family in California, right? So yes, the platform will be able to do that eventually. It's going to take some time to, to really get there, but yeah, that's that's the plan. Yeah. And the more information that they they're willing to give us, so your religious background, yeah. you know, the more that they give us, the smarter the machine will yeah. be. Obviously, right. Yeah. So um, part of that is, and we, what we've done in the interviews is we've actually, I mean, I've been surprised with what information the parents are willing to share with us. And I don't know if that's just because. You know, they're like, hey, it's going to help me. So I'm willing to give you more information, right? Yeah. So that, yeah, that's the goal. Yeah, because even, I mean, here in Utah, obviously we know as parents, we like to raise with the LDS religion, we raise our parents, you know, significantly different maybe than, again, a Jewish family in New York. And, and it's cool because, you know, again, I grew up in, in the ghetto, if you will. And, and as we all know, that's a situation where, you know, we have kids having kids that just are not ready or prepared or not educated and don't have the experience to truly raise a child, you know, effectively the way they should. And so, you know, it's, it's great that you guys are coming out with some tools to prepare, you know, cause I, it's going to only continue to happen. Kids are going to continue mm -hmm. to keep having kids, but be able to prepare them with some tools early on to help them out along the way. And, and hopefully, you know, put and a what, stop to some of this madness. <laughs> well, and what I'm excited about is it's going to be free. Yeah. So, so for me, this, the access is really important to make sure that we're helping all families. So the search fund, the very um, basic part of our um, platform is going to be free. So, so parents, 
who may not have any money. I mean, most parents have a cell phone, I, no matter how much money you have. I work in Title I school, and so I was like, yeah, they have a cell phone. Yeah. A lot of them have nicer cell phones than me, but right. <laughs> I you still got the flip phone. I know. No, I have a step up from the flip phone. I, have a, right. I think I have a cell iPhone five. No, I think it's a six. <laughs> Bruce is our tech person, so he keep, he keeps me updated with all the cool nice. stuff. That I <laughs> Bruce, you said something though that I think touches on Sal and I with our previous military experience. You said though that you kept asking the questions until you found out that you were getting the same answers, regardless yes. of the of the background. So, Sal, maybe you can take yes. this away from here. But I mean, in the military, at the end of the day. Whatever your background is, you're going through boot camp, or you're going through selection, you're going through course, Q course, whatever it is. At the end of the day, the same freaking principles that that the, that get everybody from any background is the same principles that get you through that. Maybe you can speak a little bit about that. Um, you know, I think in, a, in the military, the biggest thing is you always have a leader that knows what they're doing that's been there before you. And the biggest thing in, in the military, I think in any branches you're talking about, Mark, is and forgive the terminology because it's a different world, but can you shoot, move and communicate? <laughs> so basically, can you communicate is the big thing. Can you communicate to others? Can you lead? Can you be a follower? Can you lend experience to what you've had when you were shooting, if you will? Um, and can you move? Can you, can you get the job done? Can you actually take them, I guess, the steps to, to progress the team, the individual, to a spot where they can improve and, and do better. So I think if I understand your question correctly, um, it, it's a lot of based off of principles that have been proven and, and successful in the past already. And you have leaders that just are helping to deliver the same message, maybe in different manners, but the bottom line is everybody has to receive the message. Everybody has to conform to proven principles. And I think that's, uh, that's partly why the, you know, we have the, probably the most successful military in the world, not to mention the money they throw behind it. But if you look at the history of the military and some of the things that our opponents have said, the British specifically said, we can't fight them because they don't ever follow a rule. <laughs> in which I love that statement because, you know, parenting, I believe is the same thing. And for me, combat was way easier than being a parent right now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I felt less stress in combat than I do right now as a parent. I always say it's the toughest. Yes. Uh, Jason Van Kemp. Uh, all of that. Yeah. The hardest part of his life. I always say it's the toughest. Isn't that the, story, yeah. the toughest job you'll ever love? Oh, yeah. That's what parenting is for me. Um, yeah. I forgot where I was going with this. Sorry, no, you're good. Uh, um, but it's, I think, yeah, I think it's not, that's where I was getting at. It's not easy. And being a parent, as you guys have already established, it's not a cookie cutter approach. And I think, sorry, and in the military, it's the same thing. I got a guy who's from New Orleans or I got a guy who's from California, very different cultural backgrounds, very different beliefs, very different upbringing. But I got to be able to, to you know, kind of gel these guys to work together. So I hope I answered your question, Mark. Oh, I was really hoping that that was going to be kind of a theme that's also prevalent in the app is because what we're trying to do here is, if I understand Bruce and Leanne correctly, is all of the data, regardless of where that sourcing comes from, whether they come from a Jewish background, as you said, or a, a, a liberal background or whatever it is, it all is going to boil down and have a root. Like a foundational truth. Foundational mm -hmm. truth. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. 
And then, um, you know, it's not like there's black and white or right or wrong or whatever, but there will be a aggregate that they get to use to parent. And I think that's the, that's, that's it, right? Did I just say that right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And you know, one thing that we just talked about recently too, is we want we want to show, we want them to easily access other answers too, that they might not think is a good solution, but now they've read it and it's another, it's just another way of thinking about it. Right. So, because there might be a really good solution that starts to come up to the top, you know, through our, through our ratings, we want them to be aware of that and at least have the ability to, to choose to, to try that out, try that out if something else doesn't work, you know? So we, yeah, we, we just want, um, we want to bring those certain principles that they would have never gotten anywhere else to come up to the top. You know, there's some of the, one of the things that we found in, um, in the interviews with the professionals is the professionals were like, I just, we need a way to get this stuff out to the public. We have evidence-based research here. We don't have a way to get it out to the public. And your app will help us do that. So we love it. Like we want to contribute to it. So then I just hear uh, that there, there's a, a sort of a feedback loop that rates the success of the answers. So yeah. is, is that right? Just, wow. just like so, Amazon. Yeah. Okay, you just yeah, like blew you. my mind. Because that's yeah. the problem, I think, with, I, I don't want to say this the wrong way, but by the time uh, like in, in your profession, psychology, right? Mm -hmm. By the time you have gone, and I say this all the time about the medical um, field too, is, and, uh, and Sal's a PA, learn, is in school to be a PA, but he's learning from someone who learned that information 25 years ago. <laughs> and by the time it's applicable now, it may not actually be applicable. I mean, I don't right. say this the wrong way, but the, 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 <laughs> the talk about our the, dinosaur professors. Well, like I'm me? just saying. I'm just saying, say? I'm just saying this. <laughs> there is a cure to diabetes. It's just right. not a pharmaceutical cure, mm -hmm. and so they don't say that there's a cure to diabetes because there's not a medicine that cures it. But there is. It's called stop eating sugar. <laughs> that really right. is, and intermittent fasting, and exercising, and all that. But they don't want to talk about it because it's not You can't monetize it. Uh, nobody gets paid because somebody worked out. Um, in their home gym, there's nothing. So the, say, I get paid when people work out. Yeah, <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is this feedback loop that you just described destroys the thought process that any of your information is antiquated. It, it, right. it, it, no, because yeah. it just worked for X family and, and Y family. And then, so yeah, you just yeah. literally, I had hair when we started this interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the other part that I'm excited about is we're not, we're not just going to be there to solve problems. We're also going to be there to what are the skills do you want to teach your kid, right? So you have now you have a two-year-old. What are some skills we're going to feed? We're going to have a news feed wow. where we're going to be like, you might be wanting to think about teaching your child this now. So we're, it's not like I, we want to solve problems and we will, but we want to be proactive and help them teach their kids the skills that, that, that you want your kids, you know. Uh, social emotional skills. Well, you know, eventually, you get, those are going to be the things that solve the problems themselves before they get around to it, right? Exactly. So, yep. so I've always said with my work, I want to go into the nurseries with parents. I don't want to wait until you have a problem with your kid. I want to go in and within the nursery. Actually, I want to contact you know OBGYN places with pregnant moms, and I want to say, let me teach you these skills now because we're not going to wait until you're blown. You know, that's not that that's too. It's not too late. 
but it's harder to change behavior once you know the longer the behavior the learning history so my big thing is like i'm gonna hit the nurseries we will hit I, I our team we will hit the nursery this information will get out to pediatrician this so because we've got to prevent if we want if we want to change the outcomes of kids right we don't wait till they're running around yeah. the neighborhoods and well, causing that. well right i know because <laughs> i like, was one of those kids too <laughs> you know just as success begets success bad parenting will continue to forget bad parenting and and that's kind of the world i grew up in is it you know, fortunately, my mom had a great parent, but my mom kind of went off the bad wagon. And then, you know, her first daughter, same thing, bad parent. And then luckily, somehow, a few of us made it out. But you see it historically with people, you know, and we'll just say in the ghetto, it is, I'll say it because I lived in the ghetto. So I don't care if anybody has anything to say bad about it. But, you know, you see typically those people that they're taught because they learned from their moms or their dads, that they were bad parents. And so they thought that's how it was supposed to be done. So they do it the same way and it keeps going on and on. And, you know, so with this tool, Parent Playbook, it gives them an opportunity to kind of get away from that type of parenting because they don't know anything different. And right. now they have the tools that are going to help them be successful. That's yeah. right. Can I just add to that a little bit? You know, the, the, the thing, parents are just trying to do the best they can. You know, if you really look at it, they're just trying to do the best they can. They're surviving, right? So, you know, the, it's, you also look at reasoning from first principles, even from the economy. What's the, so I've been wanting to make a difference in the world for a long time. And so reasoning from first principles, what can, what can I do to help the economy, just the economy in general, right? It all goes down to starting with in the home, you know, that parent-child relationship. If we can improve that, that improves the whole economy in a very big way, huge way. So that's a, another reason that just totally excites me to see what is going to happen over the next 10, 20, 50 years. Sure. I'm going to break in here because we need to take a quick pause for the cause. So Bad Brad, our producer, can uh, do the voodoo that he do. So we'll be back in one moment with the team from, um, I just blanked, <laughs> Parent Playbook. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right, Brad. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. <laughs> that was my one for the month. So right. yeah, got in on the last day. We'll be back in two and two. <laughs> yeah, we Hi, this is Tamara K. Anderson, and I want to share something special with you. When our son Nathan was diagnosed with autism, I felt like the life we had expected for him was ripped away, and with it, my own heart shattered as well. It's very common for families to feel anger pain, confusion, and anxiety when a child is diagnosed. This is where my book, Normal For Me, comes into play. It shares my story of learning to replace my pain with acceptance, peace, joy, and hope. Normal For Me has helped change many lives, and I'd like to give this book to as many families as possible. We put together something I think is really special. My friends and listeners can order copies of my book at a significantly discounted price, and we will send them to families who have just had a child diagnosed with autism or another special needs diagnosis. We will put your name inside the cover so they will know someone out there loves them and wants to help. I will also sign each copy. You can order as little as one or as many as hundreds to be shared with others. So go to my website, TamaraKAnderson.com, and visit the store section for more information and to place your order. You can bless the lives of many families by sending them hope, love, and peace. 
Check it out today at TamaraKAnderson.com and help me spread hope to the world. Life can change in an instant. When a stroke steals the life you know, it's more important than ever to find the strength to rise up. As a survivor, don't watch the world pass you by. A beautiful next chapter may be waiting for you if you try. We're here to share real stories, resources, and tips to help you on your road to recovery. You're strong, capable, taking life's changes head on. You deserve to say to the world, don't count me out. <laughs> and with that brad giving us the finger we are back with the team from parent playbook and we are glad to have them leanne and bruce um thanks for being here and sal you brought yeah. up a great question during the break and i'm hoping that you will ask that question again and we can hear what what bruce and leanne have to say about uh, where that's going to how that might play into the picture here down the road yeah, absolutely. I, I know you can't see the enthusiasm in me, but it, it really is like <laughs> it really is like jumping all over the place because, you know, some of these guys have shared the, the, the thoughts I have with my oldest son and some of the issues we've had trying to reconnect after multiple military deployments. And and the one thing that I was asking is or even kind of wondering is like how much of the of this would help cater to some of those military families that have struggled with parent-child relationships because you, you leave and someone's three months old, you come back and they're a year plus old. Mm -hmm. And now you got to deal with, you know, all those things. Now, granted with a child, I would assume the connection can be remade or probably mended fairly simple. But, you know, when you got a teenage kid and he looks at you like, who the hell are you? You know, like mom's number one. I don't know who you are. I don't trust you. Like how, if you can, is is there some plans for that or talk to, about that? I guess I, you know, that's. Hey, if you could, I'm going to second that because I think that this is probably the same question. What about those moms and dads that are no longer married but are still parenting? You're still mm -hmm. co-parenting, right? I mean, there's that. Mm -hmm. What about people who chose to be single parents um, right. potentially? Yeah, yeah. And I would third, I would yeah. third that having a similar experience. Um, I was going to say, dads, yeah, right. You know, travel traveling 11 months out of the year yeah. as an Olympian. You know, I come home from France to see my daughter born, and then I leave for another year and come back, and I'm like, oh, who is that, right? Um, and that was my whole career. And then eventually, you know, that those were like, for, you know, unfortunately, those relationships severed, and then trying to manage that relationship with your kids when you're two different households. Uh, and this, this is a real conversation with my, at the time, 13-year-old kid. It was like, you know, hey, you can talk to me if you like, you know, we can start talking. Well, dad, you were gone in a very pivotal time in my life. So really, I don't, I trust mom more. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so those things are tough. And I think for like has been stated, parents that travel for work or military, I mean, there's, there's a lot there that needs to be fixed. So. Yeah, you're right. We found that out um, in a lot of the interviews that we've done too. you know, the same, the same concerns. So what we have been trying to figure out and we are figuring out is how do we make the platform flexible enough for all of these situations? So not only will the platform give you 
the tactics, just like we talked about earlier, but and also help you change the way that you think about it. So you'll have tactics on how do you, how to approach the situation, but we'll also have that social component where you'll be able to join groups where the people in that group are facing the same thing. So you can get some type of support system going and, hey, this worked for me and this this didn't work for me. You know, again, that's going to uh, raise those things that do work up to the top. But you also have that connection between with other people. They're going through the same thing you are. You know, like even if you're a foster parent or a single single mom, right, or a single dad or a divorced couple. You know, on the on the platform, we'll all have um, we you can save those answers to a playbook, whether that's a playbook for your child or a playbook for, by topic. You know, so that playbook, you'll always have those answers. So it will automatically send it to anybody that you want to see that playbook. So even if you are divorced and you save something to that playbook, at least you guys are on the same page as far as how do we parent our child. That makes yeah. sense. You're going to have some way to block teens from being able to get access to this. <laughs> so they don't have the playbook? They don't want them to have the playbook. <laughs> so, you know, that might actually be part of the playbook is having that conversation with your child to help to let give them an opportunity to tell you how they want to go about this and help, you know, have them make the plays. You know, that's a, that's a powerful thing sometimes. So that, that could even happen. That was actually being sarcastic, but the comment is, is real. If, you're, real. if your learning algorithm is, is all about the, the feedback loop, then reality says the person being parented has feedback to give as well, right? Right. That's right. Right. And I mean, with my daughter, I, one of the things that I say, I, whenever we have a situation or um, a disagreement or whatever, I say, we're problem solvers in this family. Let's 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 problem solve this. So you were mentioning helicopter parents and other things. It's like we have to teach our children to be problem solvers because they're not gonna. I'm not. I'm not going to college with her, right? And I'm not. And she's gonna have altercations and things with her friends. And it's already starting because she's 12 and hormonal. And so my thing is that that's what we want to do. And I don't know, Bruce. If we talked about having teens, I mean, teens need to be able to pick. This is the way that I would like to be talked to, um, reinforced. You know that these are these is this is my love language, right? Because mm -hmm. the thing is, we do a lot of things as parents, and we don't include kids in the problem solving or even in the reinforcement. It's like, what 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 are you passionate about? What are the things you know? So that's going to be all some of the answers that I did. So I don't know, Bruce. How many things when we were testing this? I think I've answered. It feels like it's not a hundred, but it's uh, it's a lot of questions from parents. Just lot, yeah. testing the model and testing um, answers and using evidence based, but also using my mindfulness and meditation and all that background. So, because for me, I'm not just a psychologist. I, I am somebody who who brings it all in, all the you know evidence based, the gratitude stuff, and so forth. But it was really interesting because. Um, a lot of it was you need to teach your child to think, feel, act model. Like you, mm -hmm. you get your, your, my child is anxious. Okay. Well, let's, we, we, <laughs> we need to talk about your thoughts, create your feelings. And it, so, so we got to, so that actually already came up in the test questions. And I don't know if you want to um, add to that at all, Bruce, or if maybe yeah. would it be a good time to show the video so they see the three pillars. Cause I think some of our discussions, um, are about, um, 
yeah, like let's let's show what the three pillars of parent playbook is, and then we can have some discussion about you know what what may be left out or feedback from you all about how to make it better. Because every time we talk to people about it, mm-hmm. we go, oh yeah, we need to include that, right? And for me, yeah. it's really important as a you know an intentional single parent by choice. I want my family makeup to be in there. I want all family makeups. Every fa- family looks different now, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're in a different age, and we want to be we want to be an inclusive platform that supports all families, no matter what your makeup. So, yeah, for sure. I, you know, I think the thing uh, this might not be the right time to infuse this, but the thing that gets me is it's like questioning kids has become a negative. And let me explain what I mean by that. If I stop one of my students who's doing something and I say, is that correct? Are you right? Is that what you meant to do? They automatically get defensive because parents, mm-hmm. and, and to my experience and my observation and my training has been that they use questions to suppress people or put them down and yeah, not to just, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's a form of punishment. What do you think you're doing? How, do, can, how can you feel mm-hmm. like good about that instead of asking them a question that they can give feedback to? Mm-hmm. Right. And it's a very different world because you, you said this earlier, Bruce, that you questioning theory really is what, how we want to draw things out from people so they solve their own problems. But when they're taught from an early age that as soon as they get asked a question, they must be wrong, mm-hmm. that's a problem. That's a mm-hmm. problem. Yeah, you know, one of the things that, that we found was the fastest way to change your child's behavior is to change your of course yeah you know but how do you do that parents don't know what that looks like or they're not even aware of the situation so we just need to give them the tools to be able to think about those things a little bit differently and they'll find yeah and then bring up bring up mindfulness should be taught in schools at an early age right i I love michael dr michael gervais quote he says mindfulness is the golden thread that runs through everything that we do Mm -hmm. and it's so true i think it's true I think, I think so much of parenting is the concept of ready, fire, aim. Instead of ready, aim, fire. I mean, you're like, you're just reacting to the situation. I love the, the, the mindfulness mindset that you are saying is this playbook lets you review ahead mm-hmm. of when this happens, I can react this way. Well, and, and one thing that's key to me, and I've had these discussions with Bruce, you're not going to be a good parent if you're constantly beating yourself up. If you, good parenting comes from self-love first, mm-hmm. right? So if I'm, what are the messages that I'm saying to myself in my head? Would I ever say those things to a friend? Some, especially women, what I'm finding is women say the worst things to themselves in their head. Well, how are they going to be a good parent and lift their child up if they're constantly beating themselves up or feeling guilty and so forth? And so our platform, the goal is, we will, we will build a self-love, this is my, a, a self-compassion mm-hmm. so that we can change. So, so he said the fastest way to change your child's behavior is to change your own. But, and, and I'm going to add to that, the fastest way to change your child's behavior is to change your thoughts. And that works, mm-hmm. that starts with, guess what? You have to like yourself. How do you do that? Well, one of the ways I do it is I do gratitude journals daily. And one thing is about me every day. Is like, what do I, what do I like about myself? What am I grateful about myself? You know, I, and, and I'm not perfect. I like, everyone's like, oh, you're a behavior analyst, you're a psychologist. You must be 
amazing parent. Nope. I mess up every single day. And the, the best part about it is I know that I'm messing up because I know what the, I know the right way, not the right way, but you know, I, in terms of like that evidence-based way and what you're supposed to do, but I'm, I'm the, my humility is that I mess up and I'm going to tell you as a parent, you're going to mess up. But in like in my family with my daughter, I say, we, we have a rule when we mess up, we make up. And that starts, that's an, that involves an apology. So I mess up, I apologize. She messes up, she apologizes. So I think what we're trying to do with Parent Playbook is build this inclusive community where we build people up, not, not some of the Facebook groups where you see these mommies slashing each other. And, and it's like, hold on a second. There is enough energy in this world for all of us to be amazing parents. Mm -hmm. There's so much energy. Like, you know, we have these, monetary things and there's you know there's only so much money in the world. well that's the physical world the spiritual world we can lift everybody up mm -hmm. everybody can be a good parent there there is no limit to how many people and so that's our goal is that we're going to build this inclusive platform to where going back to you said we can support military families we doesn't you know they can they can help each other through those really difficult times of employment mm -hmm. deployment and so forth and so that's I, as you can tell, I'm super excited about this. Couldn't, couldn't I, tell at all. <laughs> you don't have any issue with my passion. Um, so the, the idea is that that's why all of us on this team are so invested is because we know that we, we can't, there's no limit to raising all parents up, mm -hmm. right? That there's, there's, and as Bruce says, think of the outcomes. You, the, the economy's better. People are happier, right? There's just so much that can happen from improving your parenting, well, right? Well, the economy gets better because you're happier, right? There's, I mean, that's, it's right. pretty evidence-based at this point that happiness leads to success. Success does not lead to happiness, right? right. This has been studied over and over. Yeah. And it's, it's in my mind anyway, it's, it's proven. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, part so it's, of it's too- why, It's why lottery winners are not any happier. Exactly, right? right. Yeah. So the thing, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, the exactly. behaviors haven't changed. Right. Uh, it's- um, They're just not thinking about the money enough. Is what it is. <laughs> Uh, the thing too, I think is, is helping parents not be martyrs. Mm -hmm. I mean, that to me, I see this all the time again with, you know, the kids that we've trained and stuff and parents always, not always, many parents, their whole identity and whatever they're about is all oh, they have to put their kids first. Nope. How do you become a great parent if your kid's first? You can't. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but it doesn't work that way. Put the oxygen and, mask on yourself. Exactly. I see this all the time. And I see this, I was just in a meeting the other day and, and somebody said, what do you do for self-care? And so, you know, we list, and I'm a big outdoor person and I love to exercise. And, and this one woman says, oh, I, I don't really do self-care. And I thought, hold on a second how can you show up for everybody else but yourself? And so that, I mean, that actually has been in some of our answers is mom, dad, this parenting is hard. So you got to take care of yourself because if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to show be able to show up for your kids. Yeah. So that's going to be, you know, in, in my answers that it's been like, and I, I answered one from a parent who has a child very similar to mine. So I was blessed with the child with ADHD and I, I, I knew I was because um, she has humbled the heck out of me. So it's like, you think you got this behavior analysis down, Leanne, let, let, and behavior intervention, let, let me give you a kid who's going to test it every <laughs> single day. She's going to say, you know, can, can you practice what you preach? And she does that on a daily basis. And so 
and I love her for it. Um, but I have, have, have a lot more compassion for families who have kids with disabilities or medical conditions, or, you know, I've been working in the field of disabilities for 25 years. Um, and now I, I, I say, I get to practice this every day at home. <laughs> and she's awesome. I, I, I mean, I have a question, obviously, um, being a kid who grew up in the system, um, you know, and, and going through that and, and being, you know, going into the system and giving back to my mom and going back into the system, being given back to my mom. And, you know, it, it is what it is. And it's nothing against the legal system or the court system. But I, I know that they tend to give a lot of information to these parents that are going through divorces and, and, and parental time. And I'm, again, one of those people that have to even deal with it today. Is there any forward like future plans to try and implement this into like the, the court systems and the legal system so the court systems can actually get updated on what's working today, not what used to have work 50, 60 years ago. Oh, that's a great you know, is there any plans for that? To, I mean, that's where I think, you know, we can make, or you guys, I'm sorry, we, we're a team, sorry. <laughs> we suck everybody yeah, we, we, our team. Right? But, you know, is there any goals or plans to like jump into that realm to, to help the judges and the counselors and so on and so on actually give information to these parents that really need help? You know, eventually, yes. That, that vision of what you just said, we'd love to see that integrated in all aspects. There's a lot more aspects than what you just shared. And, you know, it's medical, whatever other industry, we'd love to see that happen. We do just, we just have to move at the right pace yeah, to allow things to grow naturally. Um, so this, so the platform is successful, but yes, we would love to see things like that just naturally come about as the time is right. Sally, you get a question. Yeah, so if I, I, I want to backpedal just a little bit. When you guys talk about changing parents and like changing the best way to change your kid is to change yourself, right? So speaking from personal, like it took me 10 years to accept one, I had PTSD and two, that everybody in the house wasn't, you know, wrong. And it was <laughs> so. Um, and again, it goes back to how much time is wasted. But, you know, the thing for me was it took some therapy to realize, hey, look, dude, you got to slow your roll. You you have some issues, but like what we I, I, what I'm hearing is there's a lot of things to help parents manage children and and approach them in a in a right way. But like, is there some kind of setup that's saying, "Hey, look, this isn't the kid. This is you." <laughs> I mean, is there something in there that's helping parents yeah. to realize, you know, what we can throw all the great answers at you, but until you kind of understand yourself this isn't going to change. I mean, cause that, that to me, it was like a cloud was lifted off of the Rosano household after that. Uh, and I was able to say, Hey, I'm sorry. I messed up. That wasn't what I wanted, but that's a hard thing to do as a parent, in my opinion, or at least my experience. So is there, is, does the, does the platform have something like that to help people realize, Hey, look, let's fix you before we fix the child or, you know, yeah, you know, it's hard to tell somebody that they need to be fixed, right? Because they won't well, listen. Maybe that's the wrong choice of words, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but but that's kind of what we we realize that, right? So we're yeah. not just going to tell somebody they're a terrible parent. That'd be the wrong way to approach that, right? Yeah, yeah. So the platform will kind of do that naturally. Is what we're we're seeing is just by giving them something else to think about, a different tactic, you know. 
different way of thinking about things, what we find is the parents will kind of naturally come about that and they'll try something be like, oh, that worked. And it worked because I changed the way that I was behaving in that moment, right? So yeah, we, you, if, if we were to just come out and say, parents, you need to change. So I, you know, I hesitated to say what I said earlier because of that. Yeah. But because, you know, people just from nature were, we're always trying to either look good or avoid looking bad. You know, that's why we base a lot of our decisions off. So we have to be really careful about that, but the platform will, will start to help with that. And so over time, as they get used to taking advice from the platform or other people in their groups or, or even from psychologists or parent coaches on our platform that they'll have access to, they'll start to realize that the way that they change their actions and the way they think about it and approach things, that's what's making the difference. Hope that helps. Yeah, it does. I think, you know, everybody asks me, were you scared in combat? And I say, no. And that, the reason why is because it becomes second nature. So you don't know that you should be scared. You're just not scared. And you're like, yeah, this is nothing. And I found myself in the same thing. I didn't know I had PTSD. And when people told me I did, I was like, I got every single limb and every single digit. I don't have PTSD. And so I think part of the thing is accepting that, yeah, you need to work on yourself before you work, you know, on, on fixing the whole family. And so yeah. I guess, again, for me, it was just hard to accept that. And, and with this, it sounds like that would be a big part of it, right? So It is, yeah. And it, it is a hard thing to accept, you know? It, it totally is. Yeah. But they'll have the resources, like I said, the access to professionals, like, Perfect. you know, teledoc type of connections. That's one of the pillars that we'll provide so they can get access to professionals to help them through that and help them to self-identify just as you, you had to go through. And that's, you know, that's the most effective way to, to go about that is to go through those things that you need to experience to, to kind of self-identify that, you know, you're, you're, you're struggling through this and it's not a bad thing. It's just something that happens. It just is, you know? Sure. We need to uh, take one more break here, a little pause for the cause. So Brad does that voodoo that he do. So we'll be back with just a in just a moment with the team from Parent Playbook. Hello, everyone. This is Brad Newfeld, host of Resilience. You can catch my show every morning at 8 a.m., Monday through Friday, right here on the Resilience Talk Network. Tune in to discover what it takes to overcome any challenge that you may face in life. You'll be glad you did. And we have the, uh, the, in this last segment, we want to make sure that, we, we've all been inspired. Everybody, just, we, were just, we were just talking about how much fun this last uh, 40 minutes has been and how much all of us have learned and been inspired. And it's really just been, it's been about an hour and 15 minutes. Been, <laughs> oh my God. It seems like, and I still need more therapy here. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like lots of free advice. Um, but the reality of it is we've just touched the surface on what you guys are doing and, and your, your, 
the theories behind it, and we're just being inspired. And we want everyone who is listening to this uh, to get a chance to become part of this as well. Get what? How do we get into your world? How do we connect? How do we look you up? How do we find you? How do we communicate with you? How do we download this app? How do we become part of it? Um, and I thought this would be a good chance. You have a you have a quick little video that that, that describes the three pillars of what you're doing. Bruce, why don't you show that video? And then if you could both speak towards um, some final comments, anything that we might have missed, and then give us a chance to invite us into your world, please. Yeah, sounds good. So let me pull that up real quick and I'll play that and then uh, we'll go from there. This is a, just a three minute video that explains all about Parent Playbook. Looks like you, man. Right. <laughs> Definitely. Parenting doesn't come with a manual. Because your child is unique, one of a kind, what works for one child may not work for yours. And once you think you mastered parenting, they grow up into the next stage of their life. And then you have to start all over again. Whatever stage your child is in, when challenges come up, you need customized solutions. So what do you do? You spend all your time and energy scouring the entire internet for solutions, just to find out there's either too much or too little information. Often the information is contradicting and leaves you feeling more lost and alone than when you started. Asking yourself, who should I trust? If you happen to find something that you're excited about and want to share with someone, you either forget the link or the handle of the parenting guru. It's so frustrating and you ask yourself, why do I even try? It's been said that parenting doesn't come with a manual. Now it does. Create your own personal parenting playbook that perfectly fits your child's unique needs. Introducing Parent Playbook, the smart Q&A platform that connects parents to a community of other parents and professionals to help them quickly find custom solutions to their parenting challenges. The platform has three pillars, find, collaborate, and professional services. First is find, quickly get custom solutions from parents and professionals. When you create your profiles for you and your family on the platform, Parent Playbook helps you quickly search by using those profiles to find customized answers that best fit your unique situation. Easily swipe through the answers so you can find solutions that have the greatest possibilities of success for your child, feeling confident that all responses have been vetted by other parents and professionals. If you want specific answers to your unique question, you can ask the Parent Playbook community for help. You can even specify the type of person you want to answer your question. You may also choose to answer questions from other parents. After all, we're all in this together. Second is collaborate. Easily connect and interact with your spouse, family, and friends on solutions. When you find an answer you feel good about, whether from search or asking a simple question, simply save it to your personal parenting playbook to review anytime. Once saved, you can easily collaborate with your spouse, friends, or family and talk through the solutions and how to best apply them in your home. Third is professional services. There are professionals available with a variety of specialties that will be happy to answer your questions via video, voice, or chat. The more you use Parent Playbook, the smarter the platform becomes. 
It will offer suggestions and a custom feed of relevant content based on what will be the most helpful for you and your family. As your family grows, Parent Playbook will grow with you, continuing to get the best content for whatever stage of life you're in. You will feel like, wow, it's like they know me and my family. If you want to quickly find answers to your unique parenting challenges and stop wasting hours scouring the entire internet for solutions, go to parentplaybook.com to join the waitlist. Parent Playbook. Enjoy every stage of parenting. Very cool. That was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. That was almost like watching a Star Wars trailer or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sally can watch Drew Lucky Shin. <laughs> so, so tell us how to get into your world. How can we get involved? How do, how do people who see this get involved? Uh, whether it's just get the playbook, which looks like there's a wait list at the moment, versus uh, you guys are doing some fundraising as well. Tell us about the, the options. Yeah, you, anybody can go to the, just like the video said at the end there, you can go to parentplaybook.com and join the wait list. Um, also, our CEO, Phil Anderson's contact information is right there at the bottom of the page on the homepage. You can contact him. You're welcome to contact me. My uh, email is bruceh at parentplaybook.com. Um, so those, those are probably the easiest ways to get a hold of us. Um, we, are, we are raising uh, a round of friends and family uh, funding right now. And, um, you know, if anybody's interested, contact us. We are doing very well. We've pitched to eight uh, individuals that are excited about our project and nine people have invested. That's, that's how awesome this project is. And that doesn't happen very often. So we're definitely excited about where we're, where we're going and what we're going to create uh, in the world. Anything else to add to that, Leanne? No, I think that was awesome. I'm, I'm, as you can tell, very excited to be part of this you know this platform and and every time you know when we add to the app or, or we do something and because we meet weekly I just go this is going to be so amazing right we're going to help so many people and so for for all of us on um, you know our our why of making a difference in the lives of children and families it's just it's really hard not to get behind right so that's why I'm just really blessed to be part of this team absolutely absolutely well I'm Website is parentplaybook.com, mm -hmm. right? Um, social media channels, all the same? Well, we, don't have, we have a Facebook page, but we haven't quite opened it up yet. Is that? Yeah. We're just getting started with, with that. Um, so, yeah, the website's the best uh, way to do that. Okay. Definitely get in, on, the, on the wait list early. We, we think there's going to be a lot of people that join that. And like I said, we're going to open up slowly. And then it's probably going to even be by invitation, you know, over time. We'll see. Um, we might change it. But, um, yeah, get on there early because uh, there's a lot of people that are waiting. We have even a list that's not even on the from the website, but just from the people that we interviewed, they said, please let me know when this is out. Um, we have a list of about 200 people that have said that. So to us, certainly. Awesome. We're hoping that this uh, podcast will help spread that audience out to an even broader base. Uh, We'd love it than, than where we're at now. But you guys have a goal of raising a million dollars, right? And you're three quarter or you're a quarter of the way there. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, about a third of the way. Yep. Okay. And that was in the last two weeks. So 
We're doing okay. okay. And folks can reach out to you for you to give the presentation. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. And you know, if they can remember this uh, URL, but Calendly, C A N, uh, calendar, but Calendly, C A N D L Y, dot com slash parent playbook. If you want to sign up directly for a bit. So it looks like Bad Brad has has planned on putting that across your face as you're saying it, like one of those little, you know, text deals. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just watch for that. It'll be fun. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for allowing Yeah, us thanks for having us. This was really fun. Okay. Absolutely. Well, uh, with that being said, I think we'll draw this show to an end. So from myself, Mark Peterson, Sal Rosano, Bill Schiffenauer, Thank you to Bruce and Leanne for being here. Thank you, Brad, for tolerating us again in the studio. <laughs> and uh, we look at you guys as limitless. That means to us, that's a, that's a big thing. Being on the top 1% of what you do and inspiring people the way you are and the things that you're trying to achieve, there are very few people that do that. So kudos to you from all of us. And for anybody that watches this, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, info at operationlimitless.com. And that is us for today, so have a wonderful day.